Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I'm Lauren Simonetti. I'm Brian Kilmeade. I'm Kat Timpf, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. I'm Grinnell Scott. For several days, the nation's Secretary of Defense was in a hospital. The details of that stay hardly anyone knew about, even the President of the United States. How does that happen? When you uh, accept the position, Secretary of State, Director of National Intelligence, Secretary of Defense, there are responsibilities that go along with that that supersede, you know, your reluctance to share personal details. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. We learned after the start of the new year that Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin had been hospitalized in Washington. Pentagon spokesman Air Force Major General Pat Ryder shared details of the hospitalization at the Tuesday Pentagon briefing. On December 22nd, 2023, after consultation with his medical team, he was admitted to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center and underwent a minimally invasive surgical procedure called a prostatectomy to treat and cure prostate cancer. It was exactly two weeks, January 5th, 2024, before the Pentagon acknowledged that Secretary Austin was admitted. No one knew, not even President Joe Biden, who would later offer well wishes, but then instruct his cabinet members to tell him if they were going to be out of pocket for any length of time. There is one obvious first question here. Is there any scenario in the top rungs of government where this should ever happen? The acceptability, no, there is no area where that's acceptable. I mean, it could be that you have something that's super secret, uh, the movement of this principal individual. Dakota Wood served two decades in the United States Marine Corps and is now the senior research fellow for defense programs at the Heritage Foundation. For instance, we've had some presidents that made a visit to, say, visit uh, troops in Afghanistan you know, during Christmas. And for security reasons, you wouldn't want that advertised. But even in that instance, the National Security Council was aware, Secret Service was aware. You even had uh, press, um, uh, members of the press who it was sworn to secrecy, and they would travel along. So when you have these movements, even when they're highly classified, the key people who need to know do know, and everybody just keeps their mouth shut, right? In this particular case with Secretary Austin, he's famously private about his personal life and all that, but, but you're obligated to give up some of that when you uh, accept the position. Secretary of State, uh, Director of National Intelligence, Secretary of Defense, there are 
responsibilities that go along with that that supersede, you know, your reluctance to share personal details. So what we know today is he was diagnosed and treated for prostate cancer in late December. And then there was an infection that set in, a lot of pain, had to go back to the hospital. You wouldn't think that that's a state secret, right? That he would have told his chief of staff, that he would have communicated to the National Security Council representative, or even placed a call to his boss, President Biden, and say, hey, this is what's going on. You know, I'll be out of touch for a day or two, but my deputy, Kathleen Hicks, uh, is more than ready, and we've already transferred certain responsibilities. But even that didn't happen. And, uh, and, and so it was just a poor exercise in judgment and very weird. And this was, and I'll piggyback on that. This was from the statement uh, uh, that was obtained by the Associated Press. Austin went to the hospital for what the Pentagon press secretary called an elective procedure. But one, but one serious enough that Austin temporarily transferred some of his authority to his deputy without telling her or other U.S. leaders why. It's that last part that puts the cartoon question marks above my head. How do you transfer power and really not let the person who now has that power understand that they have that power? Yeah, on both sides of that question. So that Austin didn't tell Deputy Secretary Hicks why this was occurring or anybody on that chain, right? And then on her end, uh, okay, I've got the message. I've got certain authorities, you know, that would normally be in the purview of the Secretary of Defense. Why is this happening? I mean, is he taking a long bath? Is he a golf outing? Did he lose a leg? I mean, you would have thought there would have been a natural question so that she would understand what the context, you know, the circumstances were. Is it a short period? Is it going to go on for a month? And so on both sides of those question marks, um, it just breeds more questions, you know, and it seems like a lot of people really dropped the ball here uh, in, uh, you know, Deputy Secretary Hicks, certainly Secretary Austin, uh, Chief of Staff, the senior military assistants who are all general officers and have been around for a good long time. Uh, and it's just weird. And to say that treatment for prostate cancer is elective, right? Now, I guess the elective part would be chemotherapy, uh, radiation, or a surgical procedure. So maybe you're picking amongst those three, but any one of those would have you you know, in a room with a doctor and not really in a position to communicate. And you could have just shared that information. So it's, again, there's a weirdness to this. And I think Congress is absolutely right uh, to demand a better explanation as to why this happened and how it's not going to happen again. President Biden instructed, uh, once he learned of all of this and, and, and offered his well wishes. He then instructed his cabinet secretaries, look, if you're going to be out of pocket, let me know. And yeah. and then there is going to be some sort of, uh, I guess, the, for lack of a better term, investigation into uh, what kind of led to this. But it's the president I want to get to, and you mentioned it earlier. I mean, for the president not to know, this, this hospitalization happened on the 22nd of December. It wasn't until the 5th mm-hmm. of January that the Pentagon even acknowledged it. For the president not to know strikes up another world of questions. But, you know, you've got a dozen cabinet officers or more, but you and I would think, just in common sense, that the Secretary of Defense 
is probably a more critical position than the Secretary of Health and Human Services, you know, or the Department of the Interior or something along those lines. So, you know, even if you've got a, a large team serving, you know, the president, that, that some of those individuals, you know, your intel person, uh, Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, that you would be in more regular communications, especially when we've uh, had shots fired off the coast of Yemen between you know, U.S. Navy ships and these uh, Houthi uh, militants in Yemen, uh, when there is every opportunity for war to go really sideways, uh, uh, Israel-Gaza, uh, and continued, you know, two years in now in a war between Russia and Ukraine, that somebody like the Secretary of Defense, those communications and his location and status uh, would be uppermost in the minds of these these key officials. So, you know, it, it's another uh, in your you know, crazy cartoon question mark image right there um, that, that leads into the 2024 election cycle as to who's really running the shop uh, there in the White House. And, and, you know, are they really thinking through the things that are of greatest importance to the United States? I don't want to push you into a political conversation or anything like that. But does this just play into what the Republicans have been saying about President Joe Biden not being aware, not being uh, totally uh, in control of the situation? Does that play into this in some way, shape or form? Oh, I think so. And, and, you know, we don't have to play the political game, you know, here in in the conversation to just acknowledge the reality that, you know, even today, um, all the major Republican candidates, you know, Trump and DeSantis and and, uh, and Haley and others have all made comments about this. But even in the Democratic camp or in the independent, uh, was it uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., right, Mm -hmm. Uh, is, is still out there. And if there are any aspirants to challenge uh, uh, President Biden, you know, in, in the election campaign going in, and there are, uh, they're going to pocket this, right? And, and if there are questions about uh, age or mental acuity, uh, when you have a misstep like this, uh, it, it really resonates uh, or, or has ripples across this political scene. A year ago, maybe not, but you're, you know, into the heavy political campaign seasons. And even you know, what's sometimes called the optics, you know, the images that are projected when the president finishes speaking, does it appear that he needs, you know, that he knows where he needs to go next, right? And so, um, you know, how things are perceived are critically important here domestically in the political sense, but also, as I mentioned before, in a foreign policy, you know, external uh, way too. We're chatting with Dakota Wood with the Heritage Foundation. More of our conversation in just a moment. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Let's go further down that chain of command. You served 20 years in the the United States Marine Corps, and thank you very much for your service. Um, Mm -hmm. Thanks. When you are in a forward area and eventually something like this, news like this, will likely get down to you in that forward area. Is there... And this may be a hypothetical question that I'm asking, but 
Is there some reaction that the rank and file have when they hear of something like this? Could this have an effect on their morale or or, or what they are thinking about uh, the leaders above them? Is that a possibility? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have some eye rolling. You know, it'll be one of those things like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and maybe some other language that accompanies that, right? Um, but if you're you know, out there abroad, whether you're in Europe or on a ship at sea or sub under the ocean or whatever that might be, you know, as we had talked about before, these perceptions and how it affects use in the military and all, um, it, 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 um, it lends itself to people questioning whether the adults in the room, you know, these senior officials, uh, either uniformed or civilian, really have their act together. Uh, and then you've got the next task. You know, I'm supposed to be serving food or fixing, you know, a vehicle or we're out at the range and I should be firing my weapon. You know, the immediacy of your daily work and uh, whether you're in a secure you know, environment or not so. So, you know, Americans in Western Iraq or in Syria or sailors aboard ships there in the Red Sea, you know, they've got a lot on their plate uh, to deal with on a, on a day-to-day, hour-by-hour basis. But, you know, you always have these moments where you're talking about stuff over a cup of coffee or, you know, exchanging commentary or, you know, the, when a pilot and a fighter comes up under a tanker and they're refueling while they're all flying along, the communications chatter between the pilots and the refueling crew uh, will go into, you know, what's your favorite burger restaurant? So even in those situations, hey, did you hear about Secretary Austin? <laughs> and that we lost our secretary for four days and nobody knew where he was at. Are you kidding me? I mean, you can just envision these sorts of conversations that go on. So, yeah, I, I do think it, it affects morale in some way. And again, going back to that point about perceptions, you know, do we know what we're doing on a day to day basis or do things seem kind of loose? and unsecured, and that can be a very unsettling feeling. Last thing I want to touch on with you, and we talked about it a little earlier, is whatever investigation or whatever fact-finding uh, scenario mm-hmm. is going to happen here, is it just as we, we know who didn't say something, and that's the secretary. We know who didn't know at the beginning, and that's the president. Do we really want to know who else didn't say something or what policies are in place at the Defense Department that says, okay, if the secretary says don't say something to your higher ups, then you heed that. What are we looking for or is there anything we should be looking for in any investigation? Well, I think up until the point this story broke, everybody assumed that things were good to go. You know, that the people who knew things were sharing that information and, you know, we don't have a problem because that's just what you assume. Then it turns out we were all wrong. You know, we were all misinformed that the people who were supposed to be doing what they were doing didn't. And so even if the answer to these questions is more of a private, we can sort this out amongst the staff, now that it's public knowledge and that it has occurred at such a high level of government, they will have to over-respond, right, just to regain confidence and to reassure everybody that, no, things have been fixed, whatever the communications problem was, you know, has been corrected, and then people are going to know exactly what does that mean? You know, how did this happen? And they will just have to respond to that. And so the, the weird thing that I heard today or yesterday was the chief of staff who's back on duty 
has now asked an external agency, still in the government, uh, but to look at this, and it's going to be a 30-day review. 30 days? Are you telling me that something that's this newsworthy and that could affect national security at such a high level, that it's going to take a month to figure this out? You know, you'd think that they'd call everybody in the office, you know, the few people involved, and have a report out in about six hours, right? So, again, these these optics, the perception, uh, it appears that they don't want to answer the mail on this, and they, they're still dragging their feet um, in addressing this, this issue. And I think that always makes things worse, right? That it's like you're trying to hide something, or you still don't really know what's going on, which, which would tell us that there is still a problem. So I think the sooner they come with a fulsome, you know, comprehensive reply to to settle everybody's nerves, the better it would be for the secretary and for the administration. Well, we have definitely not heard the last of this. Will the answer surprise us? We don't know just yet, but we will uh, wait right. and see. Dakota Wood, Marine Corps veteran and with the Heritage Foundation as a a senior research fellow for defense programs. Again, thank you for your service and thank you for joining us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. It's been my blessing. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.